Hi everybody, welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger, that is Christian. Hello my lovelies. And we are your hosts with The Post. Uh, today is, you know what it is, it's a very special episode. <laughs> uh, this one is uh, hmm, kind of a long time coming I feel like, it's something that uh, It's you, a combination of a number of things, but yeah. You personally can relate to this because... Uh, you are a guy who likes to collect things, right? Yeah, and yeah. that's what we're talking about today is uh, people who collect things. Yeah. Um, actually, in doing the research for this episode, I started uh, feeling pretty bad about myself. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> Great. About uh, some of the things that I have uh, collected okay. over the years. Um, the uh, collections of things I still have just sitting in my house that no no rhyme or reason for it. All right. Let's hear it. Uh, what do we have? Well, I have, I've discussed it in past episodes, the... Uh, a bunch of um, vinyl records. Yeah. Um, don't need them. Uh, yeah. Not worth anything. Are you playing them? Nope. Nope. I have a turntable. You but can I don't see play. my uh, behind me is my turntable and uh, Your, what uh, four four <laughs> four four <laughs> albums, four um, vinyls. I think they're called. Yeah. Um, Huge collection. Toys. I have a ton of toys. Yeah. You really do. I have a tire tote of uh, Star Wars action figures. Then I mm-hmm. should probably just throw up on eBay and get like $80 for, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, comic books, of course. I have a bunch of uh, old bodybuilding uh, manuals. But uh, yeah, that's actually kind of cool. So. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that one's cool, folks, if you're keeping track at home. Yeah. But we, we are going to talk about posts about collecting. Yeah. And, and I did some research. Um, because of you, I decided to look back on your Twitter history. Oh. Some of your posts <laughs> regarding <laughs> collecting stuff. Okay. Uh, now, I didn't do too much research. I just put uh, the word collection and uh, your screen name at uh, T.S. Uh, Baker. Right. And um, so uh, this was from May 2nd, 2010. My birthday. Well, this, this, this makes sense then. Turned 25 and completed my Wes Anderson collection. Pretty good day. Wow. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> well, you're like a really cool, hip guy, huh? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. Wow. By the age of 25, you're already, uh, you already got some of the best indie uh, cult films ever yeah. assembled. I didn't, I didn't know what collection. I did. They were all uh, Criterion Collection well, of editions, too. So. No doubt. This is from uh, March 8th, 2012. Mm. I have a hat collection, but never wear hats. Discuss. God uh, damn it! Zero fades, zero. <laughs> zero retweets, and probably most sadly, no discussion. Not one, uh, not one comment. Oh, boy, I'm getting clammy over here. <laughs> Got me on the hot seat, huh? And uh, this is the last thing from uh, June 13, 2014. I ordered some more pieces to add to my Alligator Man collection. Oh yeah, uh, yep, action figures. And then the next day, the newest addition to my Alligator Man collection. <laughs> I think I'm going to block you on Twitter. <laughs> hey, win-win, folks. So anyway, now that we've uh, we got to see uh, behind the some curtain, really sad posts. <laughs> Let's get even sadder and talk more about uh, uh, collectors, collections. Now, what? Let me ask you. As a collector, I don't collect oh, things God. really. Well, uh, you know, we need to talk about it. It's about uh-huh. uh, what? What exactly are you? What? What is the point of collecting it? To me, it seems as a sort of in, in a lot of ways, like a nostalgia slash OCD thing where you have to, like, get one of everything. You have that's, to complete a set. That's part of it. A feeling I mean, of completion. Certain, like, certain comic books, I collect certain runs because either a certain artist has done the covers or the artwork. Um, just contains certain characters. And it's just, yeah. But again, there's, an, there's no... <laughs> then you're just left with stuff. You don't... Right. Maybe it's just to fill a void... Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're sad. Sure. You're getting it. All right. I get it. Yeah, I get that. No, I mean, I don't get that, but I understand. Oh, yes. You know. In general. Uh, I wanted to talk, before we uh, get really deep into a lot of these uh, things, I, I found a lot of really fun shit. Uh, I want to talk about something that we've mentioned many times on the show mm-hmm. in terms of collectibles, and that is Funko Pops. Okay. Some of the funniest of the... Fun some, and funniest. Absolutely. Huh? Something that seemed to be designed for making fun of online plus designed to be 
It's just like a whole industry in and of itself. Yeah. The types of different crazy, insane Funko Pop dolls. So, yeah. Um, Which have no no purpose other than to display them. You can't pose them. You can't. I don't even know if they're the heads turn on them. I don't think the heads turn. So mm. wow. So they're just they're made designed to be collected. Sure, hundred percent. Okay. So with that, you have a sort of a built-in rarity to some of them. They're yeah. somewhere like just collectible because they've been deemed to be collectible by the it, manufacturer. It, it is the newest version of Beanie Babies. It's very, very similar. And of course, just like Beanie Babies, these guys will make lots of money off of these one day. <laughs> uh, but I want to talk, uh, first post I found about Funko Pops that was really good. This is a guy on Reddit who was uh, talking about a, a midnight release they had of, of Funko Pops <clears throat> and uh, his, how he, what happened with him on this midnight release. Meltdown at Target in Long Beach, California. I was 7th or 8th in line about an hour before store opens. The first girl in line there is with three other people she lined up with around midnight, and friends came around 4 a.m. Cool guy in front of me, and then about 10 more poured in. Manager comes out at 7.50 a.m. and says they have zero. Midnight girl says, you, you just had these last night. I stayed all night. What the fuck? Guy jumps in with Brickseek at six units. Manager says, I've been here all morning looking for them. Sorry. This bully employee says, they're not here. Too bad. Try again later. He was a meathead and only there for muscle, and he seemed really hostile. <laughs> Doors open, and everyone runs to electronics, and we stand around talking to a manager who is clearly not ready for this. Claims she's been here since 4 a.m. looking for them. Four to five employees and about 20 customers started looking. We opened every piece of furniture, luggage, storage container, backpack, cooler, box that was big enough to hold a pop. Midnight lady starts calling corporate, super angry. Other lady and her kid were freaking out. I chatted up a couple people, hit the Starbucks, and bounced. Good times. <laughs> so, got to tar Target, didn't have the Funko Pop, so they opened every box in the store trying to find them. Mm -hmm. This is uh, And then they got out of there. Just they, they Good times. Um, that's not unusual. I had a friend that used to work at um, Toys R Us. And he was a collector of action figures and the like. So when they came, when the boxes were delivered, he would pull out what he wanted, stick them aside, and then <clears> stock <throat> the rest of it. Yeah, th I mean, that's pretty common. I think mm -hmm. um, even uh, in, like, craft beer, which, uh, it's you know, if there's a special release goes to stores, the employees are going to pull some aside. Sure. Uh, I don't know if they're storing them in um, suitcase boxes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, th so... That's really weird. The thought process is what they were put out and then someone... Who, who, the employees? I believe, this, yes, the employees hid them in secret locations. So, like in a TV box or something like very that. Very cool. Yeah, so, uh, very normal people mm -hmm. that stood outside for several hours in the middle of the night <laughs> to buy a toy they can't play with. Very cool. Well, we discussed some of my collections earlier, and some mm -hmm. I said I had some books there. So this was on the R Cool Collections, um, my growing library of celebrity autobiographies. Okay. Seems pretty normal, pretty cool. Sure. Celebrities write cool, fun stuff, right? So I'm going to read you oh, okay. what they are. And Z's Ansari, mm. Modern Romance. Mm. Russell Brand, Revolution. Okay. John Cryer, So That Happened. Miley Cyrus, Miles to Go. Tina Fey, Bossy Pants. Carrie Fisher, Wishful Drinking, Jim Gaffigan, Dad is Fat, and Food, a Love Story, Gucci Mane, The Autobiography of Gucci Mane, Mindy Calling, Is Everybody Else Hanging Out Without Me, Amy Poehler, Yes Please. All of these autobiographies were released within the last four years, mm -hmm. and the person then goes on to discuss that uh, they went to the store and bought one <laughs> to start their collection, just went and bought... Uh, 11 books to start their collection off. They just wanted to have a They just wanted celebrity. a collection. <laughs> so my thought, collection? my kind of reading in okay. this, I'm thinking that this person was at the store and was like, oh, here's a book that I wanted to read that happens to be an autobiography. And here's another one. Um, I'm just going to buy all the ones they have in store. Mm. Uh, kind of dark to... 
just uh, dreary. How does someone just decide uh, that's that's the collection? You know, it it that's the thing is that it's not even like a hard. You know, this is a hard to find book, which is like okay, that's kind of cool. It's just mm-hmm. like literally, I went to Barnes and Noble and dropped two hundred and forty dollars and started a collection. Yeah, you can do that with uh, anything. Sure, and I guess uh, some people do. Um, I saw a post online. I believe it was Amiibos. Oh, the yeah Nintendo things. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't copy down the post, but it was the same thing where a guy said, uh, uh, "The last five months, I collected. I just decided to get into Amiibos, and I collected all of them, and I just paid exorbitant amount of money, whatever amount of money sure. it is for them." And now I just have all of them. People are like that's. It's like I mean that is collecting, but that's more just like a. You just have like bad spending habits. You just like. <laughs> I think a lot of this, a lot of this stuff too is. You're asking like, what's the purpose? I think a lot of it too is. Some sort of clout, thing. Yeah. Especially well, yeah, within of, certain uh, communities, right? Like, this cool collect. So this guy went on, our cool collections. Which is mostly just like people with like 400 pairs of sunglasses or dumb shit like that. Um, probably hung out there for a bit and then was like, I'm going to make my first post. And Yeah, it's like, I want to be a part of this community. It's like we saw with the everyday carry where guys yeah. just like decided to be everyday carry guys. Yep. <laughs> just wake up one day and like, hmm. yeah. well, I got nothing else going on, so I'll just be one of these guys. I can't wait to be a guy. Just <laughs> some kind of guy. Yeah, you don't really have any sort of I'm a podcast guy, which uh, is uh, the coolest of all the boy, type of guys. Nah. I want to get back to uh, Funko Pops, if you don't mind. Please, I have several posts here because I'm it is it is definitely one of the funnier. Cancerous, um, I think, would be a good. <laughs> they're just so ugly too, and that's the best part about it. They're they not, suck. They're not attractive. Um. So this is a guy on Reddit ranting. Uh, there was a, uh, a scalper. Who, um, who, um, who, uh, had, who, there was a big, uh, controversy with the, uh, the James Gunn F- Funko Pop, which is insane that there is actually even that for a, a director of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's his post about this. Okay. All you pieces of scum can rot in hell. <laughs> I needed James Gunn, I needed him. Not to resell him or for selfish scummy reasons, but because Guardians of the Galaxy is the most important movie of my life. Why? My mom died this year. When I found out, I didn't cry. At her funeral, I didn't cry. My father always told me that crying was for weak people, and I was always punished for crying. So when my mother died, I couldn't cry. I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy a week later, and the scene at the end came in when Peter's mother is in the hospital bed reaching out to him, and for the first time, I was able to break down and cry. Oh, boy. I needed this pop because it means a lot to me. But you scumbag bastard ruined it. Thank you. Someone uh, responded, uh, it's just a toy. You really don't need it. Wow. <laughs> and that's in the Funko Pops uh, subreddit. Someone saying that. <laughs> You know what the the worst part stinks. That really stinks. It stinks, and the fact is that those things are like impossible to find when they first come out, and then they are priced way too high to, for any Absolutely. rational person to purchase in a, a secondhand, uh, like a eBay. Um, and then six months later, you can get it for like four bucks. So this guy probably was one of the people who bought it on eBay for. Two hundred and thirty dollars, whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever amount that he could not afford. <sighs> That's uh, that whole thing is just really. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And before we uh, get off the Funko Pop, I want to read an infamous mm. post about. <laughs> I think I know in this one is about okay. the Funko Pop. Uh, this is called uh, a Pop Tract. So what happened was. Um, a gentleman, kind of like uh, probably our, uh, probably our previous friend here, uh, spends a lot of money on Funko Pops. Yeah. And uh, in this gentleman's case, it's it might have a negative impact on his finances with his wife. So he and his wife um, made a contract for uh, <laughs> the purchasing of Funko Pops. Completely normal. Called a pop tract. Oh and I'm going to read God. you that contract right now. Okay. <laughs> Effective as of August 1st in the year 2016, 
This contract will serve as the agreement between James and Amanda regarding the purchases of Funko Pops. As of August 1st, James shall only be allotted $30 per week on purchasing Funko Pops. Monthly, James shall not spend more than the amount of weeks in a month multiplied by the $30 limit. See monthly schedule below. Hmm. Here's some of the rules. The funds replenish on Fridays and are determined based on the amount of Fridays within the month. If James breaks the maximum allowance per month, James will lose that amount for the following month. For instance, if James spends $150 in August with a maximum allowance of $120, he will lose $30 for September. This weekly slash monthly limit will not include the following. (laughs) Gifts for others. (laughs) San Diego Comic-Con Week. New York Comic-Con Week. Boston Comic-Con Week. Star Wars Convention Week. Any other special event where exclusive limited pops are released, including Funko Shop limited numbers. Shipping charges for pops purchased online. Chase Uh, Pops found at retail price. Any and all subscription boxes slash specialty boxes related to them. Amanda buying any pops at all. (laughs) Special circumstances. If James sells any current possessions, pops, WWE figures, movies, (laughs) games, etc., this money can be added to an emergency pop fund account that James can spend as he pleases. If James buys pops for anyone else, that money will not be counted towards weekly allowance. If he gets cash from a recipient, this will simply go into his regular money account. If he receives pops in return from Nick, of course from Nick, they will be taken off his weekly purchase amount due to a non-transfer of money. Unused pop money within a month will go to James' emergency pop fund. Oh, God, this is painful. So that's the pop tract for uh, James and Amanda. Uh, Notice there's a lot of exceptions in there. A ton. There's several weeks of the year where he's allowed to spend whatever amount he wants, which will probably make up for the other months. Sure. And not to mention that, so you're getting delivery boxes that... San Diego Comic-Con Week, New York Comic-Con Week, Boston Comic-Con Week. He's going to all of them? I don't know. Or or he's ordering, because all of them, of course, have a Chase variant, whatever pop that's going to be. What does a Chase variant mean? So, a variant is a different, you know. I know the word variant. Okay, so a Chase is like a limited. So that's what, okay. But does he have to go to these places... Maybe he might send the money to somebody that's going to be there and okay. pick one up. Possible. So no matter what, he's but it's, it, there's still he's an exchange of probably sure. hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Sure, though those weeks probably yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I like that Amanda. Who any pop she buys does not count. I wonder what the amount of pops that Amanda's buying. I, yeah, I can't imagine seeing <laughs> as how there's a contract involved. If there's a contract, she's probably not a big fan of the uh-uh. <laughs> of the Funko Pops. <laughs> That's like you ever, you ever bought something and you had to sneak it into the house? No. Oh, definitely not. No, that's never <laughs> oh, that's happened. Right. I forgot your wife listens yeah, to this. a fan of the show, so it's never <laughs> happened. Of course. Can't okay, so that I mean, we all know how that goes. Where it's just like, <clears throat> you know, you're going to get in trouble, but you're like, and it's always like the uh, if it's found, it's like, oh, it was only, and then you give a price that's way, 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 way less than what it actually was. Um, Certainly, just yeah. uh, for for future reference, if you it were to ever, it sounds insane this notion, <laughs> but I'll buy it for now, I guess. If you're telling me, yeah, um, thirty dollars a week. How much is a Funko Pop? Do you know? Uh, depending on where you're buying, I'd, I'd say medium is median price is fifteen dollars. So two pops a week, which is still, <laughs> still hot. Uh, over a hundred a year, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> depending and also depending and if the 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 comic cons how many are released and and yeah. well what if he stumbles upon a special edition absolutely for, there are allowances if uh, any other special event or exclusive limited pops are released so uh, also any and all subscription boxes yeah that's the other thing so how that? many subscription well that's like the uh, no, I know it, loot crate shit but but like. What is that amount? What What are we talking here? That could be any theoretical crazy yeah, the, number, right? What's the qu- I mean, how many? I mean, each one of those is like twenty bucks a month. So, I bet there is a second revision of this contract two months later that we didn't see. <laughs> that stripped out a lot of. Or this. they're divorced by month three. Oh, so, wow. I think this is sort of the last straw before. <laughs> uh, it seems very, uh, yeah, very lined very in the sand. Cool. Um, don't have any contract with my wife about. Uh, Toys or uh, well, you're not toy else. 
or anything else. Yeah. Should probably do it with some other things, but not that. <clears throat> All right. Continue, please. All right. Well, this uh, is another gentleman that has an issue with his spouse that I found on Twitter. This is a guy who's obsessed with retro toys and has an entire room full of them. His name is Ryan Knight, and his um, display or his at is Dyslexic 80s Kid. Oh, wow. So this is a guy who is stuck. I guess would be a good... Yeah. So, <laughs> here's a little back and forth I found bef- between him and a guy who goes by Spective on Twitter. So, Ryan says, My wife hates my retro collection and collecting. I just heard about a Thunder Tank for sale, and I wanted to buy it. She said no. Makes me want to quiet up and pack up my stuff. To which his friend Bressel Spective says, My wife doesn't have a lot of interest in my game collection, but she's supportive and wouldn't ever hate on it. Nice. Seems like a good relationship that Bressel Spective has with his wife, right? Right. Ryan responds, Must be nice. My wife thinks the money should go right into the savings account. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. How dare she? <laughs> Bressel Spective says, Dude, as long as your collection isn't hindering household financial responsibilities, it shouldn't be a problem. If you aren't skirting responsibilities and your house isn't drowning in retro stuff, which it is, she doesn't have any grounds. It just bums me out when spouses aren't supportive. Yeah. Weird. Dyslexicady's kid. The only thing I can figure is that her childhood is pretty rough and she has nothing left from it. To make up for it, I Uh, even bought her a special edition Xmas Barbie. (laughs) That was the end of it. Um, But then clicking around his page a little bit, he had a Twitter post... That was just my newest, dumbest collection. And what it was was about 20 VHS tapes uh, on a bookshelf. Yeah. Which is literally trash. The guy's literally collecting. Just off the street. Yeah, just trash. Yeah. No value whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he's going to probably continue collecting hunks of plastic that. So this guy thinks her she has a had a bad childhood. It sounds like this guy is <laughs> yeah. stuck in a yeah. He had um, some trauma as a kid, and he has to uh, relive it every day by trying to trying to just claim everything from that era to himself. Sure, yeah, it's his. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he needs yeah. it needs to be. He's clearly stuck in that time for whatever reason. Oh, so yeah. cool. And also, it's the classic thing where it's like, I'm into this, so I'm going to buy my spouse something that's related, parallel to it, that maybe then they can get into it. Never works. Never works. Yeah. um, It's just not a good sign when your absolute biggest thing that you're into, your wife hates. (laughs) (laughs) It's one thing if she's like, boys will be boys, they'll do whatever, you know. Uh, If she just straight up hates it, you might want to throw in the towel on that one. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have married that person. Very good. Now, this uh, this one's a little more esoteric. It's not uh, necessarily a physical collection, but it's a collection of sorts. Oh, God. This was posted on Reddit by YoloSwagons97. My huge hentai collection just got sent to a group chat full of the 30-plus people in my building. I was just hanging out with a friend of mine, and she asked if she could use my phone. She then went into my images and saw the absurd amount of hentai in there. I played it off cool and was okay with just one person finding out, but then she went into a messenger group for the 30-plus other college students living in the building. Mm. I am now dreading when they all wake up and see the huge amount of fake Japanese girl in one-piece swimsuits doing very unchristian things. My life is over, and any chances of me having any form of romance in college are ruined. I am now going to go into a cold shower and cringe for the next four years. Hmm. Hmm. So. God damn. <laughs> what the hell? Is, what kind of friend is that? Just. Hey, let me see your phone. Let, let me see, see your phone. Oh, that's a lot of uh, weird cartoon uh, girls in swimsuits. I'm going to send it to everyone in the building. Yeah. Not a great. The, I, uh, the I wouldn't uh, trust that person again. The way he says very unchristian things makes me think it's probably like a Christian school as well. Uh, absolutely. So that's. Yeah. Um. Hey, dude, that sucks, man. Yeah, feel bad for you. Um, you'll he probably jacked off a lot thinking about the shame and all that, though. So you got to give him some props <laughs> for that. That probably felt really good. All those people mad at him. 
Ugh. What? What do we... Uh, uh, continue. Shame continue. <laughs> I found this on Yahoo Answers. Yahoo! Is it abnormal to collect used tampons and pads and laminate them? Hmm. Well... <laughs> I just can't help myself when I see them going to waste in the bin. It's not fair, so I laminate them and collect them. So what's your thought on, uh, what do you think the responses to this are? Well, is, okay, is it normal to do that? Um, now, <laughs> they, the abnormal was AB hyphen normal. They didn't even spell abnormal. Oh, wow, right. that's... <laughs> and it's all in caps with no punctuation. Yeah, that's that sounds about the right, the kind of person that would do that. Is it abnormal? Um, you know, there's a there's a duality to this because uh, collecting used tampons and pads is bizarre. It, it, it just well, don't do that. Laminating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where the laminating part came in. Uh, it's one of those like if you're asking anything online, if is it abnormal? The answer is yes. I think you know the answer to it, <laughs> even if it's ab dash normal. I uh-huh. think you know. Uh, I think you know the answer to it. Yeah, so what, is, what are some of the answers? Do we have sure. some good answers on there? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there are a ton of pads in the world, mountains of them in dumps. If only women would strip, switch to menstrual cups and stop such monumentous waste. I hope you use gloves to handle the goods. Otherwise, you'll get hepatitis or AIDS. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, 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 not a... Not a no, but also not a hard yes on that one. A very practical, sure. someone who's thinking for the, the not only for the long run of the earth, but for the safety of our friend here. That's, so you got to appreciate that. Absolutely. If it makes you happy, go for it. As long as you're not pulling the tampon out of a girl who's still wearing it. <laughs> LOL, brother. You're damn right. <laughs> like a little, little lamp chain, just tug it down. Uh, actually, this one starts with <laughs> LOL. That might not be weird, but rooting through p- other people's bins is disgusting. So the the act of collecting used tampons. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's not weird. Abnormal trash. Yeah, you got a problem. Yeah, that's buddy. gross. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is really the gamut of uh, Yahoo answers. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I would say seventy percent of the answers were. Supportive. Wow. Freaks. Fucking. Freaks. I don't know how. To, I don't know how to take that information. <laughs> like this was not. These were all like within the first like ten answers. Well, while we're on the topic, a gentleman <laughs> on Deviant Art uh, who describes uh, himself as an artist, hobbyist, and photographer. Okay. Here's his biography. Welcome to my page. Thank you for visiting and browsing through my gallery. Please feel free to leave me comments or notes. A little bit about me. I am a guy that is becoming a pink disposable feminine pad. Mm. And later on, I will be pressed against a Volvo for a woman's period. (laughs) Okay. I'm looking for more open-minded friends who are comfortable about this fate for me. I have wanted to become a pad since I was 10 years old. I also work as a concessionist slash usher at a movie theater. Mm, 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 mm. I have a fascination with vampires and werewolves. I'm also a huge Twilight and Vampire Chronicles fan. I'm also a massive supporter of LGBT rights. Mm -hmm. My religion is now Yoni Tantra. Yoni Tantra is the worship of the vulva and the uterus as the sacred one. My New Year's resolutions. One, to get my legal first name changed to Pad. Two... (sighs) To start preparing for life as a feminine pad. Three, to set a world record for having the largest pad collection. Four, to become a pink disposable feminine pad. Five, to get worn for a woman's period. Currently, I own 686 pads towards setting a world record for the largest pads collection. Mm-hmm. So, cheers to pad for his... Uh, <laughs> Any updates on Pad? <laughs> have not heard from Pad in a, in a hot minute, yeah. unfortunately. Um, a, 686 pads actually doesn't sound like a lot. I think well, that's just in a box. Yeah, that's that's just a few boxes, right? <laughs> yeah, like there's like 36 in box. Let's say 36 in box. All right, so that's a couple dozen boxes. Yeah, not a big like deal. that big of a like Costco has more pads than that. Yeah, unless is this just are these used pads? Yeah, that's where. Okay, now, now we're getting somewhere. Now. We are getting somewhere. 
This might be the same guy. Now that I think about, it. <laughs> we should have, we should reach out to Pat and ask if they're laminated. <laughs> Do an IP IP search. Um. Okay. If we're gonna go down this route, oh god, <laughs> let's go to the other end of the uh, the body here. <laughs> this I found on R Creepy. Right. Collection of human teeth is the title of this post. Hmm. So that's the other end. Well, it's it the goes opposite. teeth to vagina, mouth to vi- okay, mouth no. to vagina. Is that what you, is that how you think? Uh, how the body works? Okay, you know that's not that's not uh, that's not how the. <laughs> Are we talking biology here? Or am I going to read this fucking post? <laughs> All right, I need to come clean here on this thread. I no longer have these teeth, and I have only had them in my possession for a short while, a few years back. But the story on how I got them is weird. So. There's a photo along with this, which is three jars filled with a, I would say, toilet tank colored water Ugh. and um, about no. half full of human teeth. <laughs> That's the worst description of water, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So my friend had a company, and this company buys other company that's existed in name only for several years and has gone through a few hands. Nobody knows what happened to the original owner, but a storage locker he had attached to the company came along with the sale. Nobody in any of the previous sales had bothered to see what was in the storage locker other than to do a cursory examination and find that there was nothing of value. Well, this time they cleaned out the locker fully, and lo and behold, they found several jars of human teeth buried underneath the rest of the boring stuff. They called the police who came out and took a look and said, not really much we do about it. We don't investigate disembodied teeth. Not even a finger doesn't get much more than a passing glance. Now, if you were to find an arm or something, we'd have a different conversation. Good to know. So keep that. So, at least in Detroit, creepy <laughs> jars of teeth don't get much attention. <laughs> Anyhow, I saw that this post, and I saw this post and thought it's been three years since I've taken this picture out for a stroll. Probably ripe for some fun. Just like the last time I posted it, though, the creepiest thing about the whole affair is that the number of private messages I've gotten from people who are desperate to buy them. They range from understandable, dental students, to the weird, arts and crafts, to the straight-up disturbing. I want to drink the teeth juice. So, so uh, Detroit. Detroit, is, yeah. Uh, okay. Tooth so. collection capital world. Makes me think of uh, Signs of the Lambs, where they have the head in the, uh, the, head in the jar in the sure, storage yeah, locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, I guess, you know, on their own, teeth are pretty... Innocuous, yeah. Yeah, you see a couple teeth on the ground, you don't really think anything about it. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, well, well <laughs> I mean, if you're in the park or something, if you just you come across If you see a tooth teeth. on the ground, not a big deal, versus an arm on the ground, as sure. someone said, yeah. Uh, but once you're, in, once you're in the jar territory with teeth, I've got, I got questions for you, friend. That's kind of dark, yeah, it's a little... I, got, uh, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, Especially the the well, actually, there's really no good reason to have a jar full of teeth in the house. You're a dentist. Well, here's here. I'll show you the photo because it's. I I don't think without the the amount of teeth. Man, that sucks. Boy, that water. Oh <laughs> god, <laughs> that is a good description, though, isn't it? Toilet oh, tank. Thanks. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <sighs> that's shitty. That's really shitty. I really hate that. Good. What else you, you got in the email there? I have some other things for okay. you. Terrific. Now, <clears throat> this is a website. Wow. That uh, my my wife found. Oh, this should be good. This should be good. To me. <laughs> the uh, the website URL is angelfire dot com. Oh boy. Slash v eight three slash nails for sale. <sighs> the site is called. Long real fingernails and toenails for sale or trade. Page title is, You can obtain fingernail and toenail clippings <laughs> from your favorite long nail goddess. <laughs> this episode's taken a very <laughs> strange turn. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Shima, and I am in the process of de- developing the first online catalog website especially built to make my long nail collection available to all long nail lovers and collectors. I've been collecting fingernails and toenails from mostly people who have a normal history of growing their finger and toenails to surprising, noticeable sizes. Oh, boy. This has been an interesting hobby, love, desire, <laughs> goal, and fetish. 
I also know that there are many, many of you nail lovers that ha also have been collecting free nails themselves. I have nails in my collection from various long-nailed people from all over the world. I have put links to most of the people who have <laughs> contributed their cherished claws to my collection. <laughs> all nails are in original state. <laughs> A description of whose nails, the length of the nail, what finger or toe it came from, oh, and possible Marty. thickness will be noted. <laughs> oh my god. Please feel free to send me your comments regarding obtaining or viewing my collection. I would love to be able to exchange nails with some of you real dedicated collectors. Oh, my God. There's another page uh -huh. on, this, uh, on this website uh, titled, My Favorite Fetishes. I just want to read this one out. Oh, okay. Long fingernails and wearing them. I think we, we, got, yeah, we gathered got that, that one. Sure. Wearing high heels and collecting sexy large-sized shoes. Cross-dressing and filming myself. Street walking dressed as a hooker. <laughs> Performing on my webcam for my group members with the love for high heels and long nails. Sure. Collecting fingernails and toenails. Mm -hmm. Again, we got that one. Growing my toenails long like claws. And meeting cross-dressers and trannies that have long nails. So, um, a lot of crossover there, but that's okay. I think we see a lot of, uh, a lot of crossover mm -hmm. with this uh, person. Um, this is a website that... Uh, uh, if you go to it, no exaggeration, I don't think the site has been updated in 20 years. But it's still out there. It's still out there. It looks it it looks like, I don't think it's been updated since late 90s. Is it like, uh, is it Comic Sans font? It's exactly what that kind of website is. It has a counter at the bottom. Sure. Of course. Visitor, yo, yep, yep, yep. Guy, when you really, you had to tell people how many people visited the site. It only had like 5,500, but I don't know if it reset or something, you know. You know that stuff works. Uh, do you? I don't. Th I think people forgot how counters worked uh, about fifteen years ago. Well, isn't it? I, it's a cookie thing. Isn't it's just it? no. It's like well, it's, it's, was this pre cookies? It would have been pre cookies. So yeah. somehow it would have just been views. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, for anyone out there who's uh, knowledgeable in the late nineties HTML, <laughs> feel free to send a, a formatted email uh, explaining what. Uh, how, how do counters work? Yeah, send a, uh, an email with a navy blue background and yellow text. And a, so a we marquee <laughs> going across. <laughs> Can't fucking read it. <laughs> All right. Um, I, think sure. we're, I think we're doing great this episode. Oh, God. Well, let's just keep this, this rolling. So this is a, a Twitter post I found from at Wally 16229535. Yeah. Okay. Great start. Always a great start. Um, this is his, he's um, sending the at response to mistress.t.net. Oh, no. Hi, mistress. I just received the used condom. Thanks again. Even though I paid for it, coming from you, I consider it a gift. Just now, I'm feeling like one of your cuckolds. It's an honor. Thanks. I hope to enlarge my collection soon. Respectively, Wally. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. How was you? How how much did he pay for that? Any idea? Um, no, because I wasn't about to click around on this guy's page because it was I I I found that you would go I, on a list of some sort, right? Oh, well, I clicked and then I started scrolling down and it was just like nope. Saw like a couple of things that retweeted and it's like nope, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Out of here. Um, mm, that sucks a lot. Uh, that sucks. I'm going to say that sucks. And for anyone out there doing the drinking game <laughs> yeah. for uh report this post, whenever we say that sucks, grab a drink. Um, yeah, I think you're going to get pretty drunk this episode. There's a yeah. lot of shit that sucks today. Yeah. All right. Well, let's have a little bit more fun with this. Um, I found a lady on Facebook who uh, collects these very realistic baby dolls. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you know what they're called? Reborn. They're dolls. called reborn dolls. Um, now, <laughs> we could discuss the psychology of why people do this, but they, uh, they collect these dolls. Some of them collect a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, this lady that I found, she has one. And uh, what she does is um, she will do posts where she's having little role, role playing conversations between her and the doll. Uh huh. <laughs> Are you going to do a voice? I'm going to do a voice. Oh, this is going to be good. So this first one, it's a 
It's a picture of a doll posed in front of a, a frozen waffle with blueberries <laughs> shaped in a smiley face on it. What you doing, Britain? Me making a happy breakfast. A happy breakfast? Yeah, tea. My waffle have a happy face with blueberries. This next one is a picture of a doll propped in front of a mirror. Britain, why do you have that mirror? Me twine a tea what everybody loves about this face. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you see it? Do you see why everybody loves you? Me think me do. Me think it my eyebrows. <laughs> Your eyebrows? Uh-huh. Tea them? <laughs> yeah, I see them. But I think they love everything about you inside and out. Inside? They can see my guts. Oh, Britain, you're such a character. <laughs> and uh-huh. let's say the next one is uh, it's a picture of the doll propped up with a marker in its hand, and it's making little doodles uh-huh. on the paper. Are you making Valentine's Day cards, Britain? Uh-huh. This for someone very special. <laughs> Someone very special. <laughs> Would that someone special perhaps be me? No, Tilly. It for the Keebler Elf. The Keebler Elf? Uh-huh. Him's the Tookie Maker. Wow. I'm well aware of who the Keebler Elf is, Brit. So. Uh, that stuff is very dark. <laughs> Also had a little bit of a uh, Jar Jar Binks feel to it. <laughs> yeah. Misa, misa, and then, misa, misa and then it was really good and fun. <laughs> and everyone listening enjoyed it. Yeah. That, uh, I get, I, I don't know if I get it, but I understand partially like somebody that has like lost a child <laughs> oh, and God. you know what I mean? But then the people that yeah. have these things and, uh, do this role play, uh, like Facebook stuff. Boy, for, I, for the whole world to see. I can't. I well, for the their, life of me. In their case, the whole world is probably sixty or so other real reborn, doll real doll people mm-hmm. as well who are just following along. I remember in my hometown there was a woman that had one. Shook to the grocery store and stuff. Um, uh, grim. Really grim. Extremely grim. Uh, extremely fun. Uh, go over to patreon.com slash report this post to, uh, to support the show, and you get bonus episodes every month for more uh, wonderful content like that oh, where we uh, focus on some very sad people. <laughs> really uh, damaged people, yeah. Christian. Yes. Please continue. All right. You ever been to the force.net? I know. Yeah. That was... That was a destination for me back in the late nineties, oh, as yeah. we talked about oh, when yeah. I was into my into the star into those those Star Wars as much as as I as I possibly could have been. Absolutely, who I mean, growing up, I mean, you almost had to be. That's mm-hmm. when it all came back, baby. Yes, sir. So this is from the forum on the Force which looks probably the same as it did. When yeah, I can picture it. You went on there. What's your most embarrassing moment as a Star Wars collector? I got three posts, or three responses to this post. My most embarrassing moment was having to return about $100 worth of lightsabers to Toys R Us so that I could afford an airplane ticket. I felt bad for the poor girl behind the counter. She had lots of scanning and refunds to do, but she was pretty cool about it. Sucks. Uh, Not having $100 for an airplane ticket so you have to return your lightsabers. Bad. Really bad. My most embarrassing moment was at Walmart one day picking up five figures I didn't have yet. I was trying to pick the best packaging paint jobs of the lot, and when I got home I realized I'd bought two of our favorite peg warmer, the Demoidian Guard. Oh, the horror. Then I took him back and traded him for another clone. <laughs> the second most embarrassing moment when I when was when this little cutie running the register at Toys R Us looked at me like I was nuts when I dumped twenty figures on the counter and told her I'd bag them myself because I didn't want the cards bent. It's weird that she would look at you 
<laughs> like that. So judgmental. Yeah. Well, no. There's a there's a running theme with these two. Um, this is the last one. Anytime I buy a Star Wars toy and there's a cute girl my age running the register, it just makes me feel more like a little kid for some reason. Luckily, there's usually some older guy that doesn't give a rat's ass about how old you are and what you're buying, so I try and have him check me out. The plan backfires when a pretty shopper is standing right behind me, though. These are all very normal, healthy mm-hmm. guys in society mm-hmm. who know, mm-hmm. uh, interact well with <laughs> mm-hmm. with the opposite sex. There's sure. no issues there at all. Um, <laughs> telling that you feel like a little kid around a girl. <laughs> yeah, around a woman that's sole job is to per, to check toys and does not give a shit what you're buying no doesn't she won't remember you seconds later doesn't care she paid nothing um that's just wonderful but I have a post I'm sure you do actually this is unprecedented especially knowing my history you watched a video this is a video <laughs> wow that's shocking <laughs> So I found a video on YouTube <clears throat> from a user named Pamperchew. No, this is... <laughs> you can't bring that, this guy back up again. This video is called My First Diaper Collection. Oh, fuck you. So I transcribed <laughs> some of it. Fuck <clears throat> you. Here is my vintage diaper collection when I first started buying them in high school. I would save every single bag that they came in along with three samples. Sometimes more if they would have special cartoon characters on them. For example, here are some loves from the mid to early 2000s. And I knew back then that it was hard to find vintage diapers at the time, so I should save them now for the future, which is today. Also, I love Omaha Steaks. These are Omaha Steak boxes, if anyone is wondering. They deliver steaks and dry ice, and it works pretty well. So, my first part of the collection... Uh, I try to separate them by era or type. These are from when I first started to buy diapers in high school, so that would be 2002 to 2006. That's right when they went from plastic back diapers to cloth back diapers for the three main companies, Pampers, Huggies, and Loves. And so I was very unlucky to not get any plastic diapers, but over time I found some. Then he's holding up a a Ziploc bag with one diaper in it. Uh -uh. I think I can tell everyone now that I stole this one from chemistry class. They were going to chop it up and use it to show how polymers work, so I stole it really quickly and replaced it with a cloth back diaper. Okay, let's take a look at these. These are Love Size 6, and this is back when they had big wide tapes. I kind of I kind of miss these now. I wish they... Oh, look, look, look so cute with the wide tapes. Then they went to Blue's Clues with the thinner tapes. Okay, these are the Barney ones, the cloth back Barneys. This goes on and on. Um, it's uh-huh. a 16-minute video of him. Uh, now these are these are unused. Diapers? These are unused diapers. Okay. He's got a collection of uh, it's uh, several giant boxes of diapers that he's collected since uh, uh, 16 years ago. Yeah, and um, he did a very long video uh, showing them off. And they're in Omaha State Coolers. I found to be one of the most <laughs> intriguing, intriguing part of the video. Uh, but yeah, guys, go out to a YouTube and follow a guy named Pamperchew. And, we can't. Uh, <laughs> okay, can we not bring him up in this show again? Maybe I'll just put the whole video in <laughs> into the pod, into the episode. <laughs> now, what episode was it where uh, we mentioned Pamperchew before? Do you remember? I was that was recently. So, which episode? What that was the um. Hmm, any idea? Does it come Shit. to you? I don't know. It was uh, four or five episodes, maybe something like that. Something like that. It was... Uh, I've like completely blocked it out. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? It was dumpster diving. That's right. Yes, because so you could microwave the diapers to Go back to the sick. dumpster diving episode to hear uh, Christian's very real reaction to <sighs> a uh, <laughs> a, uh, a pamper chew uh, post that I, I found online. Mm-hmm. That also had a, one of the worst This Ain't It Chiefs, too. Yeah, just um, a real twofer on me. A that. real a roo a roo a roo twofer a roo twofer, uh, and I will say that uh, I am uh, myself. I am tapped as far as uh, posts go. But if you have more you'd like to share, please feel free to go for it. I do. So 
this one I kind of found in a backwards way. But let's say you don't have a collection. There are ways that you could end up buying a collection. If you one were so interested. Hmm. For example, you can buy the world's largest collection of Cabbage Patch dolls for just $360,000. Okay. Okay. Patreon, guys. Let's do this. Let's get it That's on. our next goal. The couple that owns the collection has spent so much money on dolls that they've been forced to live in a trailer. So this is actually a Vice article that I found. Mm. So I'm just going to... I, I uh, cut it down a bit, but I want to read this. Okay. Pat and Joe Procy, the owners of the largest Cabbage Patch collection in the world, have decided to sell their dolls. They're asking $360,000 for the whole thing. The Procy's collection, which is housed in a private, custom-built museum they call Magic Crystal Valley, is made up of about 3,000 pieces of Cabbage Patch Kids memorabilia, as well as around 5,000 Cabbage Patch Kids dolls, though the couple refuses to call them dolls, instead opting to call them kids and spelling out the D word whenever they're around in their presence, like when people say W-A-L-K around a dog. Oof. Yeah. The cheapest of the dolls the Procy's ever bought was $10.99. The most expensive was $8,000. Wow. By Pat's estimate, the collection is worth substantially more than the asking price, somewhere closer to $900,000. Hmm. Just shy of a million. Pat and Joe's obsession with Cabbage Patch Kids has been such a priority for them that, despite owning a $6,000 square foot building and almost $1 million worth of Cabbage Patch Kids dolls and merchandise, they do not own a house. The couple live in a trailer attached to their museum. Although they're still being produced, Cabbage Catch Kids dolls haven't managed to capture the hearts of children in the way they did during the 80s and 90s. Currently, the official Cabbage Patch Kids Twitter account has 2,335 followers. Oh, that's a shame. (laughs) That's a real shame. So, uh, you want to talk about getting knee-deep in an obsessive collection. So, yeah, there's going to be a guy in 10 years with Funko Pops in the sand. Absolutely. In 20 years, where it's... uh, just an unbelievable amount of money spent on it. Count who knows how much, and uh, no one cares. Yeah. There's going to be a few of them, it sounds like. Cause mm-hmm. There's a bunch of these guys out there. Great. Yeah, so um, they ha- they built a museum just for it. Yes, they uh, built a 6,000-square-foot building. What in the flying fuck? And it is a, it's very uh, Waxworks horror movie-esque photos that accompany this, as you can imagine. Just these two Midwestern people standing in, just surrounded by goon-faced, horrific these, dolls. I feel like these people, on their deathbed, they're going to be looking up all these dolls surrounding them. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I done with my life? Not great. And the fact that it's like 360,000 dollars. I mean in the grand scheme of things, like if that's the what their collection's worth, like it's I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a like a lifelong amount, right? It's not a lifelong amount plus they've spent a lot more than that oh, probably. Sure. And uh, time-wise that they've spent is incalculable as far as that goes. So um, I think they are right that 360 might be a low number. The problem is no matter what the number is, no one's buying it. So. Right. <laughs> and in lies the rub. That yeah. is kind of the ish. The, uh, the right official now. Cabbage Patch Kids, or tw- uh, Kids Twitter account does rule, though, because I was on it the other day. And it just, somebody is out, it's active, but they all they post is stuff like, New babies for adoption, no link, no pit image or what that just like <laughs> these kids are looking for a good home. That's it. Just like somebody like every two days is just posting like one really cryptic, horrific. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you never heard of them and you saw that account, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what is this? What kind of horror show is this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, sort of the precursor to the reborn doll thing. Uh, did and you have one of those as a kid? Cabbage a cabbage patch? patch? Um, I definitely had one. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I also had my buddy, which was like the uh, my buddy was a big one. Yeah. Uh, what? What? The uh, prototype Chucky. <laughs> yeah, sort of the same thing. Yeah. So 
Oh, great. Uh, dolls rock. All right. Let me uh, close out this. Yes, please. So this is a classic Reddit post about a rather unusual collection. Okay. That I think we all, once this gets rolling, you're going to know what this one is. Well, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a shoebox, or at least it once was. And whenever I masturbate, I come into it. I've had it for about two or three years now, I think, so it was a fair amount of cum. It smells atrocious, and I tried to burn it once. When I lit it on fire, it was too damp due to the cum, and it simply sizzled and didn't manage to actually light up. Turns out burning cum smells awful, so I had to spray it with the deodorant and body spray just to get the old smell of burnt cum away. It also had some drenched paper stuck to it. That's pretty much it. A lot of people are asking me why. Well, I'm apparently a rather disturbed individual. But it just kind of happened. I bought new shoes and needed some place to come, used the box, it just escalated for the mare, kept using it each time, telling myself why I threw it out soon. Never did. Two or three years later, I still have it. It was not planned or anything, it just happened. Yeah. I often get PM'd about updates or current status of the box, generally a few each week. So I might as well update this post. If anyone gets linked here anymore. Current status, I have created a life. Mold has begun to grow in the box and has taken over a fair amount. Smells a bit worse, mainly due to a damper apartment so it does not dry as fast, hence the reason why the mold has begun. I will never be need of the re- excuse me, I will never be rid of my need for it. I hate and love the box just as I hate and love myself. So that is the classic Reddit cum box for those of you that aren't as poisoned by the internet yeah. as some of us. Mm-hmm. Boy. So this guy's just collecting years and years of jizz in a box. It's hard to imagine uh, what that looks like or smells like. Right? Oh, there's photos. You never, have well, you, did you ever see that post? Uh, I've, I've never seen You've that never post. seen that post? I've Holy shit. Post, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't tend to click on things like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch someone get beheaded online, no problem. <laughs> but that one, mm, can't do the cum box. There was a, on the, remember MTV True Life or whatever it was, that show? Mm-hmm. Was that what it was called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some, uh, an episode about um, eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl, girl on the show, like teenager, was bulimic. And uh, she pulled the, the camera into her closet and she had a big storage container full of vomit, about a year's worth. And, um, the image of that is, is stuck in my head. It was just a big, dried, brown, big bucket. I'm guessing it was a pretty similar sort of, mm. sort of, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So another type of collection from uh, from that lady. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> hey, Christian, we're going to debut a new. Uh, oh. new uh, segment oh, on the no. show as we're moving on from this. Um, let's move on from this dark thing and get into something um, that I call twit or twittent. <laughs> okay. All right. So now what this segment is, <laughs> this is dedicated to um, one of my absolute favorite Twitter accounts, Oh no, she twittened. Mm. Who is a a very very funny gal? <laughs> who uh, uh, she's very you know she's very topical. She gets political. <laughs> she gets sassy. God damn it! Okay, and she makes a lot of good funny jokes every week. So, what I'm going to do in this segment <laughs> is I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read three of her tweets from this week, and oh. I want you to tell me. Twit or twittened? Okay. Now, which one, which one's negative? Well, it does. It's not really not. It's not my business to tell you. <laughs> you just decide okay. twit or twittened. Okay. All right. Facebook has gone down once this year, which is more than any Republican man has gone down on a woman ever. Mm. Mm. Twit Boy. or twittened? <laughs> did she twit or did she twittened? <laughs> You know what? I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. I say she. I say she twit. On she that twit one. on that mm-hmm. one. All right, we got one for twit. <laughs> this sucks. Trump signed Bibles as if he thinks he's Jesus, 
meanwhile, Jesus walked on water, and Trump can't even stand in the rain. Poof. <laughs> mm. Twit that or is, twit? That's really threadbare. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I tell you what, she she got it. She got one over on the old Cheeto, so I'm going to say she. Twit. She twit on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we got yeah. two for the twit. Yeah. Holy moly. All right. I mean, she is really. She's good. She's good. Now, this is the last one. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Here we go. Tucker Carlson always looks constipated because he's too busy talking out of his ass to poop out of it. <laughs> does, anybody, does anybody know? Like, is is she like thirteen? Like, is she's one of these like out-of-focus avatar people that you have no idea. Look, all, all I want to know is if she twit or if she twitting, all right? Well, I'll tell you what, that Tucker Carlson, he's a troublemaker. I say she twit again. Wow, so we have three twits. Holy moly. Hey, congratulations to uh, Oh No, She Twitting, because she twit three times this week. And that was a uh, uh, twit or twitting, the, uh, <laughs> the newest segment that uh, I'll probably get over pretty quickly. <laughs> um. But in the meantime, Christian, mm-hmm. I do have a question for you. Okay. Was there any post you saw this week that made you say, This, this ain't, ain't it, it, Chief. Yeah. All right. There was. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to read two because I oh. got one as a backup. Because the one I found... Actually, you know what? No. I'm just going to read my backup one because the the original one I found is just... Well, don't read your back. This is not your backup one. Then. This is your main one then. Yes. Yeah. You, there's no reason for it to be... We don't even have to know that there was a backup. You just have to read it. That's right. So I'm going to leave this all in as a lesson to you. <laughs> That's fine. So people know what you did was wrong. Do you wrong. want to read the other one? I'll read the other one. All right. Here now, we go. It's a Reddit post. It's, this is from R Off My Chest. I hate my wife and my life, but I know I'll never do anything about it. I'm just waiting to die. Oh, boy. <laughs> do you want me to continue? I think that's enough right there, isn't <laughs> okay, it? Okay, <laughs> all right. So let me uh, let me uh, move over to my, my backup. I don't think, yeah, I think we, we, hear, we heard the gist. So this was a response to one of my own tweets. Oh. Um, yeah. Was uh, that the tweet? Was the one where you said you hate your wife and your life? <laughs> no, my tweet was, bartender, your finest piss, hot, and keep them coming. To which my buddy Adam, who... We have been mutuals for a number of years, responded. I saw what I thought was an argument between a bartender and a patron at a bar in Berlin. Then the bartender came back from behind the bar. I assumed to throw the guy out, but instead the guy got down on his knees, and the bartender took his dick out and pissed straight down the guy's throat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and your friend Adam... When he saw that, did he say, this ain't it, Chief? Uh, (laughs) I don't know what he said. He said the Germanic equivalent of that. Yeah, I do like that the response to it after somebody else's response was, Budweiser straight from the tap. (laughs) Oh, got him. Got the macro. Nail it. Yeah, but I saw that. And then, although incredibly funny, it did did make me take a step back and say, this ain't it, Chief. All right. So I found this post on uh, AB slash DL slash IC support community forum. What? <laughs> AB DLIC, that stands for adult baby slash diaper lover slash incontinent. <laughs> fuck you. Okay. Thread title, what is it like to poop? Oh, fuck you. User Psychonautilus says it's... Very liberating and consequential at the same time. You feel so free at first, but then you feel kind of dirty and naughty after the stinkies happen. I personally enjoy the urgency of the pressure, and I don't mind the stinky if it was good poopies. If you can get to a place <laughs> where messing is automatic, enemas, laxative, waiting long enough, etc., it can be very rewarding, in the sense of feeling like a messy baby, that is. Feeling a really urgent and squishy poop push its way out of you, <laughs> spreading warmly and softly and into the sides of your diaper, has this way of making you feel <laughs> completely out of control of what's happening to you. 
I think my, my favorite part is feeling the stinky warm mess against my skin spread outward as I push. Kind of like blasting off on some DMT. You're not quite sure what's going to happen. You're quite scared and unsure in the moment as it's happening. This ride is taking you somewhere you never expected it could. And when you're done, you aren't quite sure if you've shit in your pants. Hmm. So, um, I saw that post and I said, this ain't it, Chief. How do you keep coming across this stuff? Ladies and gentlemen, really appreciate you guys listening uh, to this episode of Report This Post. Uh, feel free to go over to patreon.com slash report this post, support the show, find some bonus content. We have a store that is at reportthispost.storeenvy.com. And you can find all sorts of fun shirts. We have a limited shirt. We have a throw pillow. Yeah, they didn't. I ordered some of those. You ordered some? We don't have them yet? Well, I just ordered them last week. So. Okay, so you ordered them. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, well, you you, act, you looked over here like you, you no, were wondering <laughs> where they were. Well, yeah, they're not here yet. I just ordered them, and they're not here yet. Well, Anyway, if you, if you don't want to do any of that, head over to iTunes.com uh, slash uh, podcast slash report this post. <laughs> Is that what it is? <laughs> no. But if you, you go to iTunes and you find the podcast, uh, give us five stars. Give us a good rating. Tell us you love us. Tell uh, us about how you love diaper, all the tell diaper what shit. It's, it's like to shit in your diaper as the the warmth spreads on your, your cheeks. Nope. 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 <laughs> in the meantime, uh, we're going to get the hell out of here, folks. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for enjoying the podcast. Uh, have a wonderful, blessed evening. Uh, this is Geiger saying good night. Bye.